0: This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history. From memes to movements, see how this powerful online community shapes culture and society. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu.
1: A quick note before the show, this podcast contains explicit language.
2: Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Stephen Thompson, here with my colleague from NPR Music, Hazel Sills. Hi. And writer and critic and friend to the world, Letitia Harris. Aw, hi. <laughs> it is a pleasure to have you both. We're talking about the best albums out today, starting with Troy Sivan. Troy Sivan's new album is Something to Give Each Other, and this song is What's the Time Where You Are.
3: Tokyo just hit me like a wave where we ended up I couldn't say I'm feeling like my head's just in a distant time and place I hope that I got you the way that you got me baby and I spent so long just waiting for the signs thought I'd lost my every feeling on the ride then oh you showed that's just the What's the time where you are, you are What's the night like where you are, you are International straight shot to my heart I'm right on top of this groove But God, I wish it was you Is it better
1: where you are, you are Troye uh Something to Give Each Other. I have been so excited for this one. For those who don't know, Troye Sivan is an Australian pop artist known for making these big, kind of dreamy, synth-pop songs. And um, Something to Give Each Other is his third studio album, and it's his first since 2018's Bloom. So I feel like I haven't really heard new music from him in a while. Um, he's also an actor. I feel like I have to say he was most recently <laughs> on HBO's The Idol, where he gave low-key one HBO's of the best performances. HBO's much love to The Idol. But yeah, I think this album is excellent and I feel like its strength is it really matures Sivan's sound. Like I feel like I feel like previously he had sort of this kind of adolescent pretty pop sound and this album is a lot grittier and like mm-hmm. sexier, which I think speaks to the ways in which like he and his music have matured since 2018. I mean, Troy Sivan is 28 now. He was in his early 20s when an album like Bloom came out and yeah it just feels like a really adult album but also like deeply fun it's like about hookups it's about meeting people on the dance floor it's about kind of like surrendering yourself to like lust and sex and fun the The lead single rush which was like fully dominating my tiktok feed for what (laughs) felt like a month before it actually came out which is on this album i feel like is going to be one of my favorite songs of the year but yeah i just think it's a really great album from him
3: Make communication, tell me what you want Translate your vibration, let your body talk to me Baby, love, if you wanna show me why You've been scheming up, if you wanna
4: I love that you describe it as sexy hazel, because I met Troy when he was doing Blue Neighborhood, and he was like this, like you know, little tween twink. Um, he was like my peer, my comrade, if you will, in gayness. And he was just like he was making those like sweet bedroom pop songs, like very like dreamy in your room, like having a crush. And this is like past the stage of crush, like let's get it on. And I think the like sexiness of these songs, because, you know, there are some ballads, they're not all just like EDM, like stadium bangers, like even the ballads, like they're sexy in the sense that they're very invested in physicality and like the physicality of emotion. And I think that's what I love so much about Troy, like he's really able to like navigate an EDM space so artfully, like it's very warm and inviting all the time when I hear a song from him.
2: Yeah this record is so sleek and slick and it and so compact. There's just no fat on it. It's 10 songs in 33 minutes. And yet it it's not just like going through the motions. Right. And each song feels different. You know Rush is just that total like late breaking song of the summer banger but then you've got this like some of this like blurrier hedonism on a song like honey Mm -hmm. which is so so catchy a song like Got Me Started which has this like earwormy sample by an Australian duo called Bag Raiders that's one of those like interpolation songs that gets stuck in your head for a year
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's got the personality not even gravity could ever hold Let's go. You just got me started, and I don't think I can start.
2: It's amazing how effective this thing it is is It is just a vending machine where you just put a quarter in and get a banger, put a right. quarter in, get a banger, put a, put a quarter in get a banger. it's It's really, really efficient in what it does.
4: and it's also so impressive that he recorded it over five years. I feel like once you get to a point in making an album that's that long of a process, you want to like add all the fat and like this is well trimmed. like this is a delicious meal. Like I'm very happy with it. knowing that he spent that long
1: recording some of these tracks is really impressive to me because I feel like you hear that sometimes with artists a lot and then the album just seems like completely all over the place. Yeah, yeah. But I think like, I don't know, to Stephen's point about the vending machine aspect, (laughs) there are so many different kind of surprising twists and turns on this album without feeling like it doesn't have a focus. Like I was properly freaked out (laughs) in a good way when I heard that like, Extremely generous sample of um, Back Baby by the folk singer songwriter Jessica Pratt. I don't know if anyone else is a fan of her music, but there's a sample of her song on Can't Go Back Baby. I love that, you know, there's a song on this album with, like, sort of an indie folk singer-songwriter sample, like someone like Jessica Pratt, who really deserves her flowers, and then, like, and kind of, like, electronic duo, like, the Bag Raiders, which Steven mentioned before. And, um, and yeah, Letitia, to your point about, like, physicality, I mean, something that I just kept thinking about with this album, and also the music videos, which have been incredible, and sort of the lead-up to the album, is that I just feel like there aren't any young male pop stars who are doing what Troy Savon does in this space. Like, he makes very highly danceable, fun, explicitly queer pop music. And I'm just like, who are his peers? Like, I don't... Harry Styles is not his peer. Harry Styles like, is not a peer
4: <laughs> of Troy Savon.
1: Charlie <laughs>
2: Puth? <Puck>, Shawn <laughs> Mendes? I'm like... Ew. <laughs> like Troy isn't a Latisha is like stop by <laughs> salt. It's
4: like I I'm haven't thought about this before, but when you're bringing all these names, and I'm like, they don't even compare. They don't touch. Like stop. Totally.
1: I'm not. I'm totally not comparing them. But I'm I'm saying and like right. Who are the young male pop stars who are making music like this? And I I don't know. I just feel like this album especially proves that Troy is just like in a class all his own in a in a great way.
4: I agree. Also, are there male pop stars? Mm, that's another Ooh, podcast. Oh, my
2: goodness. Wow. That's
4: another podcast episode. I
2: was going to say, that, that, I feel like that is a long-form conversation podcast that we did, <laughs> okay. that we did not sign and up I to are have We're starting right a
1: 10-part series. <laughs> Dropping in feeds tomorrow. I just want <laughs> one
4: name. If someone can name someone in the room, then yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs>
2: Oh man, somebody's gonna just flame us. We're gonna get (laughs) On social media for not. How could you forget? (laughs) All right, well, that's Troy Sivan. His new album is Something to Give Each Other. Let's go next to Jamila Woods. Jamila Woods' new album is Water Made Us. This song is called Boomerang. I'm giving you it all or
5: nothing at all. I'm waiting for your call and hoping you fall for me. Trying to keep my head out the way, I make room in my heart. I'm hoping you stay, hoping you wait. I'm asking for your patience. You need an affirmation, and I'm breaking my own rules. Find a way so I don't lose you. I think you really wanna dance with me. How could you really wanna dance with me? Do you really? Want to dance with me? Should I
4: be giving you a chance? Look like, me, you won't like me I'm now. running out of
2: time. You're taking it all. All right, Latisha hit us.
4: Oh, I love that song. <laughs> Um, That is such a good song. So this is Jamila Wood's third studio album um, since 2019's Legacy Legacy. And as an artist, Jamila's work has been very rooted in the external so far. You know, whether that's Chicago, where she's from, um, her politics, and bringing those things inward to interpret them. But this album really clearly starts within and applies it outward. She mentioned that the process of making this was during the pandemic, a very internal, introspective time. And I just feel like We've gotten such an exciting release from Jamila Woods that kind of deviates from her other projects. It's very ambitious, it's very um, personal, it's very dancey. It's like rooted in the philosophy of early 2000s Neo Soul in a way that's kind of reminiscent of Jill Scott, Alicia Keys, D'Angelo, but it has all these like really fun, funky infusions that make it very future forward. There's a lot of different genres on this album, and I know that she wanted it to kind of sound like a playlist that tracks the life cycle of a relationship. Like, getting to know someone, having conflict, and kind of, like, releasing that conflict. And this is such an interesting album, because I feel like, if I had to compare this to an album of this year, or recent album, I would kind of say it's like S.O.S.'s cousin You know, the only one in the family who's been to therapy, but has, like, a very selective (laughs) application of the tools learned there. We have a lot of different genres going on.
2: (laughs) SZA SZA is into astrology, isn't she?
4: She is. um, And they're both very, like, I don't know if I can say this. They're both very, like, head-ass spiritual girlies. And this just feels like the very, like... I'm into positive affirmations version where Sis is like, <laughs> "I will kill everybody and then myself right. <laughs> if you taunt me." Um, so I'm just very excited about this release.
1: I love that image of the two of them being sisters. Yeah, I think um, I don't know. I feel like I've always thought of Jamila Woods, and maybe it's just because of that you know, circle of Chicago musicians that she has been a part of for so long that has included people like, you know, I think of like No Name, Chance the Rapper, but these sort of like poets turned rappers, turned singer-songwriters. I've sort of always thought of her as being very academic, like, you know, Legacy Legacy was like really kind of giving her flowers over to like artists and writers who she's admired across her career. Um... But yeah, I think what's great about this album, Letitia, to your point about like it being danceable, is how listenable it is, despite having these kind of big ideas in it. And I really do think that she branches out so much in terms of genre. Like, we just heard Boomerang, which is feels like this kind of, like, 80s, new wavy pop song. And then you have, like, a song like Wolf Sheep, which I was like, I right, indie rock. Yeah, it feels like an indie rock jam and... Yeah, I just think that she really widens the scope of, you know, the kind of music that she makes or the kind of music that I've typically associated with her on this album. And yeah, it's really, really beautiful.
5: Everybody's good, no one is. It was the lightning, it was the headfirst fall, it was the fire. I had to block your calls I pulled the tower I saw you lose your crown From the beginning It was the kingdom coming down Everybody's good No one is Everybody's good No one is Hindsight I see so clearly you did a number on me. Can I trust you can trust me she
4: Like is this a Phoebe Bridger song? Sort of. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I wrote this down in my notes as like a camper sleeper, you know what I mean?
2: I'm really glad that you mentioned the, the the kind of spare beauty of that song, because it really jumps out in terms of giving the full scope of the styles and emotions on display on this record is as, as smoothly as it goes down, as, as you b- were both acknowledging, like there's also just a lot of variation here. There's also a song that I really wanted to, to, to mention called I, I Miss All, All My, My Exes, Exes, which is this really beautiful, really open hearted look Champa at the, the room mostly positive. Attributes of relationships that didn't work out.
5: Lemon pepper everything. Who recite plots of movies, oil my scalp, massage my neck. Who remind me to wear my bonnet. Who wear my bonnet, brush teeth with me, pray for me, bring me a cool glass of water in the mornings. Who smell like cannabis smoke, argan oil, rose water, sweat. Who bring me two kinds of flowers. Who bring homemade salads to my grandma's house.
2: And, and it really, to me, like, the maturity on display in that song. I love, I love grown-up breakup songs. Right. And, like, breakup songs that are not just, like, throwing stuff at the wall. And I, I love that element of this record, is that it's really coming from a, a fully grown and really generous place.
5: Tell me I'm beautiful. Kiss my ears. Hold my hand in the car. Drive with one hand drive me to a field of fireflies drive me to the waterfall who don't believe what i say about the stars but listen anyway who don't believe what i read in the cards but ask anyway who talk to god in a different language who don't who write poems who hold the guitar neck tender in their poem who, who have, have
4: too many, many pairs of shoes, shoes. I had thought that my ex would love this album (laughs) and I was like that's odd why is she here like why is her presence haunting me um but I feel like that's one of like the large thematic occupations of the record how we hold people in our lives you know even when they're no longer in them and how we learn and grow through other people and I think she does such an interesting thing with like taking her own interiority and like applying that outwards especially as it relates to other relationships and like she does this really interesting thing on the song Thermostat, where she like compares her relationship to a thermostat, and that's such a huge choice. Um, like this inanimate object is like the basis of your relationship. But her way with words and her way of like relating and feeling is just so mature and confident on this. It's a very self-possessed record, if that makes sense.
5: You don't understand my seasons Between us conversations let me freezing still I know I'd never leave you so what's the You couldn't
2: do me, That's Jamila Woods. Her new album is Water Made Us. Do not miss her Tiny Desk concert from 2018. It's amazing. We've got one more record that we want to play for New Music Friday, but first, let's take a quick break.
0: This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu.
6: This message comes from NPR sponsor CarMax. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because CarMax believes you shouldn't just settle for a car, you should love your car. That's why every car they sell has CarMax certified quality. So you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. Don't settle, find love at first drive. Start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
0: This message comes from Capital One, offering commercial solutions you can bank on.
2: It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Stephen Thompson, and we are looking at some of the best new albums out today, October 13th. Next up is Lorraine. Her new album is called I Killed Your Dog. This track is Need Be. A hard record to excerpt. <laughs> to, like, <laughs> pick a small sample of this record to signify what it sounds like. Even that song itself takes this this journey into kind of explosive psych rock by the end. Great record, hard to drill down to just a tiny little piece.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what I love about Lorraine. Lorraine, um, whose name is Taja Cheek, she is a Brooklyn-based artist whose sound is. You know, Stephen, as you say, like, really hard to describe in a way that I love or sort of really hard to pin down. She kind of has this very, like, arty, experimental touch to everything she makes. And she's always kind of mixing, like, rock and jazz and sort of pop music into this very kind of distinctive... Sound. I've been a fan of her for quite a while. Uh, this is her third album following Fatigue, which came out in 2021. And something that I love about this record, I Killed Your Dog, is, you know, Steven, you mentioned psych rock, um, is sort of the way that she plays with, I think, like traditional rock and roll signifiers or sounds. Like, I, you know, I think Lorraine is very like aware of her space in the rock genre or sort of on the fringes of it as a black woman who's kind of taking these like indie rock tropes and and guitar rock sounds and kind of making them her own or like subverting them or kind of messing them up in a way that I really admire. Like for example, there's this song called Pet Rock on the album, which she's kind of framed as like, you know, her take on like a Strokes song or something like that. (laughs) song um uncertainty principle which kind of ends in this like really crazy like sh- electric guitar shred Yeah, she's just like someone. I never know what I'm gonna get when I hit play on any one of her songs, and that is a quality that I really, really admire in in artists.
2: Yeah, in a way, she, it's kind of the opposite of the Troy Sivan record <laughs> that we played <laughs> at the top of this show, where it's it 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 really is never moving in a straight line, mm-hmm. and it's interesting because you can absolutely get lost in it. It has, um, it has a certain meandering quality to it. It's not necessarily like hitting you over the head at any point. And so it's easy to kind of let it sometimes drift into the background and then something in it will just grab your attention and kind of pull you back in. So it's one of these records where you want to listen to it a bunch of times to start to pick up on some of these little nuances that are easy to miss as you drift in and out of it. It's just, it's a really, really cool and kind of constantly surprising record.
4: I think I was reading the like, her development process for this album and kind of Lorraine saying that she wanted to go a little more sinister with her music and kind of delve into this, like, deeper, darker area of her sound. Um, But I just kept, like, thinking about that, but in the back of my head being like, but this is really nice and pretty. (laughs) Um, So I just don't know, like, I don't know what dark is to people, but I was very impressed by how even the darkest parts of her sound, according to her, are still very, like, soothing and, like, welcoming.
1: But yeah, I... I I think to like Steven to your point about like sort of letting it drift into the background I, I I do think that the way Lorraine like uses her voice and kind of I mean I'm such a sucker for this and music in general like the ways in which artists like sort of uh, withhold their voice or manipulate their voice mm-hmm. and sort of use it as its own instrument I think it's interesting the way that she uses her voice across this album and sort of blends it into her instrumentals even as they get a little chaotic or dreamy and But yeah, it's definitely an album that you really need to sit with for a minute to really to get all of the textures and and themes.
2: That's Lorraine. Lorraine's new album is I Killed Your Dog. We couldn't get to every worthwhile album out October 13th, so we're going to do a quick lightning round of some of the other big releases out today. Letitia Harris. I know there's one in particular that we did not want to neglect.
4: I'm so sad. Um, but let's <laughs> talk about Bad Bunny. You know, even though he said he would, he's not taking any breaks. He dominated the world last year with Un Verano Sentí. Today, he's released his fifth studio album, Nadie Sabe Lo Que Va A Pasar Mañana.
3: Hey, no me gusta perder. Dime que vamos a Me paso mirando el cel. Wow, no puede ser. Aunque me talle un poco que va a responder. Quisiera volver.
4: It's mentioned that with this album he was inspired by the 1970s. Genres across both Spanish and English music and was basically trying to go in a completely new direction while letting loose. And I think that's a really smart approach to take after his success last year. You know, he reached an ultimate high of exposure to fans that are English natives and often crossovers welcome stress and pressure from both audiences. So I'm excited that he's not like letting that affect his music process as much, from what I've heard.
2: Yeah, we did not get a chance uh, to hear that in advance of its release, or obviously we would have put that near the top of the show, because that's a
4: pretty big one. <laughs> pretty big one. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we have a great song, like Where She Goes in Un Preview, so uh, that's exciting. Anyway, I love Benito. He's such a music nerd. He's so passionate about creation. I'm hyped. this album is out.
3: Baby, yo no tengo miedo huh. De
2: I'm out. Thank you, Letitia Hazel Sills. Give us your pick.
1: I wanted to shout out the newest album, Performances, from the rock band Land of Talk, led by Elizabeth Powell. On this record, they stripped down the group's sound into its simplest form. Most of the songs are structured around just them and their piano and their guitar. It's really lo-fi and beautiful and minimalist. And yeah, it's a great, great record.
2: Uh, that's wonderful. I want to uh, co sign uh, really all your picks. Um, mine is a uh, singer songwriter who goes by the name Haley. Uh, I've written and talked about her a bunch, but it's been a while, dating back to when she used her full name, Haley Bonner, as uh, she played a gorgeous Tiny Desk concert back in 2016, which I really highly recommend. She is such a smart and kind of wry singer-songwriter. She's always surprising. She's just released her 11th studio album called Hunka Munka, and it's her first since an instrumental record she made five years ago, so it's been a while, and I'm so thrilled to have her back. Let's hear a little bit of a song called Walk Among the Dead. That'll do it for New Music Friday. Letitia Harris, Hazel Sills, thanks so much for joining me.
4: Thank you, Stephen. Thank you.
2: If you want to hear all the music we've featured on this week's show, along with a bunch of other great new music, out today, we've got expanded playlists in Apple Music and on Spotify. Search for NPR's New Music Friday playlist in either of those apps. You'll also want to sign up for NPR Music's weekly newsletter, even though I write it these days. To subscribe, go to npr.org slash music newsletter. This week's show has been produced and edited by Saraya Mohammed and Robin Hilton from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Stephen Thompson, encouraging you to be well. Take a break and treat yourself to lots of great music.
6: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Dignity Memorial. When your celebration of life is prepaid today, your family is protected tomorrow. Planning ahead is truly one of the best gifts you can give your family. For additional information, visit DignityMemorial.com.